Hello YouTube, what's up? Live on other places as well, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Investor Dave Show. Today we're going to be talking about inflation and how it affects you as a real estate investor. But this one's even going to touch on how it affects you as just a consumer as well. Um, overall. Oh, Mike needs to be closer. There we go. Mike needs to be closer. Now I won't be able to read what's on my cheat sheet here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's, today we're going to be talking about uh, inflation. I've got some stats. I also want to open up the, the floor for some Q&A, some questions. Uh, we can do it throughout as we go, or we can do it at the end. It's up to you guys, but do not be shy. Start, start putting questions in the comments section. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. It helps us out. Hit the bell to get notified. We go live every single Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, yeah, like some videos and, and comment below. We personally answer every single, well, obviously when I'm live, I personally answer it. And after the fact, if you write comments or questions, we also answer them ourselves, 100% of the time. Cloudy, hello, Giorgio. How are you, Mel and Dave? Nice to see you too. Jazveer, Jazveer's part of our action family. That's awesome. Nice to see you guys as well. So let's get into some, uh, some numbers with inflation. Dave, you are freezing a lot. Thank you, Georgia. I know we are having some internet issues today um, with our actual internet. We had the IT guy in and he was doing uh, whatever he was doing. They're giving us direct lines or something as opposed to it being Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Whatever that means. Um, <laughs> but let's get into inflation. What is inflation? So I'll read out a boring definition for you. So we're all on the same page, but the simple definition of inflation is the continued rising drive in the overall price level of goods and services within an economy. Holding everything constant, this results in a loss of purchasing power, that's huge, a loss of purchasing power for a currency used within that economy. So that is huge, right? And that's what we're gonna be talking about is the loss of purchase power. Um, and I like, we're actually releasing a YouTube video on inflation. I think it's going to be next week. Hey, Kevin, is it next week, the inflation video? Not this week, right? Um, and there's some... That was last week. Oh, was it last week? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm behind on my videos. But there's something that we said in there that was really interesting was, let's say you had 100 bucks and you went to the grocery store, wherever you go, Loblaws, Sobeys. Uh, what were the ones in the States when I go to Florida? It's going to bug me now. I forget. Metro, whatever it is, whatever grocery store you go to. And let's say a year ago, you had $100 and I'm going to make something up. And you walked out of that store with three grocery bags. Well, this year, due to inflation and the, uh, the loss of purchasing power of your dollars, of your money, now you're walking out of that same grocery store with uh, the same amount of money. However, you're walking out with two grocery bags. You're walking out with less groceries because you're, the bang for the buck is going down. And that's the problem, right? So let's get into some stats here. U.S. inflation. We'll start with the U.S. And then I'll dive more heavily into, into Canadian or Canada. Um, so U.S. inflation up 6.2%. Wow. Highest level of inflation in 31 years. That is just bonkers. Gas up 50%, right, fuel? Beef up 20%. Wow. 
So gas has doubled and beef is up a fifth. Just insanity, right? Now let's dive into Canadian or the Canadian market in Canada, and we'll touch on a few different numbers and stats. And I want to touch on how this is affecting, um, I guess, the younger population. So I don't want to say like millennials or anything. I don't want to classify anyone, but it is affecting some of the people that are just starting out. So Canadian inflation, I did have 4.4 here on my sheet, but it has actually gone up to 4.7. Um, and then also, it's the highest level of inflation in 19 years. Wow. So gas fuel is up 33%. Beef is up four, or sorry, thirteen percent, and I was reading a couple articles before or over the last week or so, and I was reading about. Uh, it seems that Alberta's having the, the the hardest time with housing and, and the concern uh, with inflation, and four out of five Canadians are worried. Like they're actually worried about inflation because, like I mentioned earlier, their their buying ability or their bang for their buck. Uh, is going down. So that, uh, well, four out of five Canadians, that's what 80% of people are worried about it. Um, and like I mentioned, the younger population is the one that's being the most, I shouldn't say negatively affected, but because they're starting out, they're having the hardest time, right? So the average Canadian house or purchase price is now, wow, that's ridiculous. 700 Wow, $716,000. Was that all of Canada? I forget where I got this stat. Kevin and I had looked this up before, but I forget exactly where this was, but $716,000. Where was that, Kevin? I'm trying to look, because that seems ridiculously high. I was just, we were just reading that earlier. But three quarters of a million dollars? Wow, that is insanity. Housing is up 33% since the beginning of the pandemic. So when did the beginning, let's say March, 2020. Uh, so let's March or April, 2021. So we're about 18 months or 20 months into this whole pandemic and it's up a third. Wow, that is just bonkers. Healthy foods, everyone keeps saying that at the grocery store, there's grocery store chains that are saying that fruit, uh, sorry, fruits and vegetables are the uh, some of the highest impacted, right? The health, the health of... Of course, the healthy stuff gets impacted the most, right? It's not chips, it's not chocolate bars, it's not candy. It's the stuff that that uh, we need to continue being healthy human beings. So healthy foods have gone up. I know a lot of people now are basically, uh, they're stocking up. So as soon as they see a sale, they're stocking up on produce, they're stocking up on uh, poultry and meats and all that. Um, and they're also buying a lot more frozen foods is what I've been I've been researching as well. Groceries up 30% since last year. So just groceries in general up 30% since last year. Wow. Now Kevin and I had um, had also researched that housing and this is something I was kind of going through and I'll speak more on uh, the Canadian, um, I guess, economy, and I'm, I'm not an economist, uh, however, the ones I've spoken to ha- have mentioned this, is they are hoping that by next year, so in the next 12 months or so, let's say 18 months, they are hoping that inflation will come back down in the 2 and 3%, right? It, right now, Canada's 4.7, US is 6.2. So they are hoping, like I just said, that it comes down into the 2 or the 3s again, um, or the, the increase, so that's what they're hoping for overall. However, housing 
is actually looking to go up. And what they're saying is because everything is so expensive right now, if you had the choice, and I don't want to butcher this uh, this breakdown here. Uh, when I do the YouTube videos, at least I have a chance to kind of stop and cut and edit. But um, if you look at it this way, let's say if you were going to do a new build right now or buy something existing, that new build is going to be constructed with all brand new material, which is at sky high prices right now. Two by four, everything is just ridiculously priced, right? So to build something new right now is so much more expensive. So that is why people are opting to purchase something pre-existing, already built, already cash flowing. And that is why so many people are going towards that asset, right? The As opposed to the pre-construction. And we can dive into pre-construction because I'm not stopping uh, that at all. But that's why they're going towards single family, not single family buildings, um, uh, assets and buildings that are already built because of that. So that is driving up that demand. And I think it was roughly in the 13 to 16% increase. So housing, they are saying, they're predicting that it's going to be going up 13 to 16%. So everyone that's worried about uh, real estate investing and, and um, is that also going to start to, to cool down? Um, that's what the economists are predicting. Now, to kind of contradict that, uh, just this morning I was reading an article about um, the Canadian real estate market and how initially it had started to heat up in uh, Vancouver and then it has made it way, sorry, it made its way to GTA and then Hamilton, Ottawa, and now Montreal is they're saying that the, there might be um, not a correction, but they're saying that it, it is very, very highly inflated, right? So inflation all over the place, real estate investing. Um, this is why we invest in real estate is because I almost see it as hedging against inflation. So the dollar, they're, they're printing it, right? Quantitative easing, which is basically fancy words for printing money. Um, the more they print, the less it's worth. Um, and there's something else I want to touch on that as well. That, that's why you're seeing the increase in crypto. And I'm not trying not to go all over the place. I'm trying to touch on all the points here with inflation. A lot of people, because the money is, is decreasing in value due to inflation, they're looking two different places. They're looking at cryptocurrencies as, a, as blockchain, uh, as more of a solid or safe bet. However, not going to lie, full disclosure, we do own some Bitcoin, right? But this is... This was money that we had that we made from real estate and it was almost like a let's try it out. So it was money that we didn't necessarily need. It was it was funds that we had from assets that we were, I never want to lose a single dollar and I, and I think all of you will, will agree with me, but it was money that we didn't necessarily, um, if, if we lost it or if Bitcoin went down for a period of time and we needed it two years or three years for the volatility to come back to a, a, a level where we made our money back or we, we continued to make profit that it wouldn't necessarily tank us, right? Because we had our real estate investing portfolio and that was the meat and potatoes and that was the um, that was what we purchased in order to hedge against inflation and because it's the most stable asset class, in my opinion, that you can ever have. So not that we're not doing Bitcoin. It's just that's kind of like we're trying it out. Uh, what's that saying, Kevin? Uh, uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. It was more one of those. It, FOMO, yeah. So it was more of a FOMO. It was, everyone was jumping into it, and we had done a refinance, and you know we thought we have some funds. Let's try it out and see. It's gone up, but eh, 
It is what it is. It's Bitcoin. It's volatile. I'm less inclined to look at it all the time like I used to be. Um, but that's why we do real estate. And that's why a lot of people are now starting to hedge against inflation by investing in real estate. And that's why the market is just continually, continuously, sorry, excuse me, uh, going up. And now the pre-construction, I know I mentioned that some people are, they're being turned off by it because of the, the price. Um, however, I still see pre-construction as a great vehicle. You know, you you get it on the bottom floor, the bottom level, you're buying it at, uh, not a wholesale price, but you're buying it at a lower um a lower price because the developer, the builder is looking to get this project off the ground. And then a year goes by or, or stage two, uh, level, not stage two, yeah, stage two, section two, stage two, I think you know what I mean. But when they go to, to continue developing that project, now it gets more and more expensive because they've already made their money. Um, the project is already on, on, on the horizon and uh, you're no longer buying at that ground level. So that's why I like pre-construction because you can still make some money. You can either choose to assign it before the, the asset actually comes to fruition. Um, and there, there's tricks around that as well to, to uh, not have to pay as many expenses and, um, and fees. Or you can keep it and sell it a couple of years down the road and it'll still be worth, well, it should be worth more money. So a lot of people are seeing that as an attractive as an attractive alternative as well. So pre-construction, I know I mentioned earlier, some people are going more towards the already built assets. Um, we're doing both. We're diversifying within real estate. Now we're also looking in the States as well. And that is a market that is also very much on fire. Um, and if you're following us in other social media platforms, you'll see that we also have some, some pre-construction. And I forget what it is. We have an offer in Texas. We have a letter of intent. Actually, I should have the offer back today. But yeah, not stopping to buy real estate. As inflation continues to, to skyrocket, uh, I still think that real estate is the, the best way of, of, uh, oh, of, uh, yeah, of hedging against it. Are you in Canada? Yes. Sorry, I'm just making sure I'm reading the questions here. Um, subscribe me. Thank you, Jacob. Jacob just subscribed. So yeah, if you guys have any questions, do not hesitate to, to post them in the comments um, and we'll, we'll go through them. Kevin, I don't know if you see any in there. Not on TikTok. Not on, okay. I see, I see a bunch on TikTok as well. Um, keep it up. Yes, they are. Are you in Canada? Yes, we are. Um, what type of real estate are you investing in? So yes, like I was saying, multifamily is still my favorite I, we love multifamily. Uh, the banks love to lend on multifamily, whether it's four units and under residential or five units and over commercial. Uh, financial institutions absolutely love to lend on them. And we're huge on asset-based lending. So we are still doing multifamily, yes. But now we are starting to do some pre-construction deals. Um, pre-construction deals, sorry, pre-construction multifamily deals cross-provincially is something we're looking at. And then pre-construction condos, as well. Again, diversifying, but always within real estate. So knowing your lane, uh, picking that niche, and then in that niche, diversifying, not only Ontario, not only other provinces in Canada, but also in the States. So that way, if inflation gets too out of control in the States, we still have a portfolio in Canada, vice versa. If inflation gets too out of control in Canada, we're building a portfolio in the States. Um, we're, we're doing pre-construction as well in, in Mexico and Costa Rica. So 
uh, yeah, it, I'm not saying you can you can get away from inflation, but you can definitely um, not an insurance clause. Kevin, what am I trying to say here? You can't get away from it, but you can start to uh, not have an exit strategy, but plan B. Yeah, I guess prepare. I can't think of the wording I'm thinking of. Uh, we're seeing rates rising in insurance as well because of inflation of building materials. And that's on TikTok, Dr. Stevens. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it, every, everything's going up. Um, and and you, if you think about it, insurance, like the insurance rates have to go up. And I'm not saying, and, and good point. And I know that's on TikTok here. Yeah, you can't see it on YouTube. But that is a good point, Dr. Stevens. And think about it. And I'm not, I'm not advocating that I want things to go up. But think about the insurance companies. And we all know they have lots of money, so I don't necessarily feel too bad for them. However, if that, if that multifamily, uh, let's take a duplex. If that duplex was insured for X amount of dollars and now the replacement cost uh, that they had insured was X amount of dollars, but now because of inflation, the price of lumber, the price of labor, everything else is just skyrocketing, they are going to have to increase their premiums in order to adjust for the increase in uh, rebuild cost, right? So I'm not saying I agree with it. I, unfortunately, I kind of, I guess it kind of makes sense as much as I hate to say it. With I think we have something over 30 buildings, over 200 apartments. Isn't that bad? I, forget, I know I don't even know exactly how many buildings. I know we have over 200 and something apartments, but I forget after 30, I stopped kind of counting. But as someone who has over 30 buildings, I don't want my insurance premiums to go up because then that means that uh, well, cash flow goes down or you need to charge more because it's all kind of relative. Um, so I'm not saying that I like the fact that insurance is going up. However, everything is going up and eh, it uh, unfortunately it unfortunately kind of is tied into to building costs. So no, I agree with you, Dr. Stevens. Good point. Good point as well. Um, any, uh, I don't see anything on YouTube. So let us know if you have any questions. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We're going to be releasing another video tomorrow. I think tomorrow's going to be a woman of action, eh, Kevin? Yeah, yeah so a woman of action where Mel interviews um, people from our from our action family. So that'll be released tomorrow. So yeah, if you're not already subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit the bell to get notified so that way when the video releases tomorrow, you'll know. And then make sure to comment because we always answer all the all the questions and comments ourselves. So that's pretty much it I had on inflation today. I just wanted to throw those numbers out at you, and that way you're you're informed. Uh, if you're not already investing in real estate, pretty sure you know I'm biased towards real estate. I love it. If you're not already investing in real estate and you have money, and you're looking at doing something with it that you think can be risk, sorry, the most risk adverse, um, then I suggest putting it into real estate or doing like us and, and borrowing other people's money and investing it in real estate. Uh, so yeah, so that's my, that's my two cents. Hopefully you enjoyed the show today, guys. Thank you, YouTube. And thank you all the other platforms that we're on as well. Enjoy your Wednesday, November 25th. And I will see you guys next Wednesday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks. I'm Mel. And I'm Nick. And we're the Investor, Investor Couple. Couple.